0: of my podcast. I hope you're all having an amazing week. It's the end of the work week for me. I do get a lot of questions of what a week looks like in my life because obviously like doing social media, you don't have like a traditional nine to five. I've done a few days in my life on TikTok, which I kind of show a little bit, but it's mostly content creation, meaning filming stuff, a lot of it. And then a lot of it is Zoom meetings, also meetings in person. So it's just networking. Also a lot of events, through events, a lot of connections are made. It's just a lot of meeting people but it's just part of the job you know I recently got piercings I got three more piercings because I wanted to have 10 before that I just had seven and I just wanted an even number so when my younger sister was over we just went to Claire's and we got ear piercings I felt like I was 12 again and it was really fun but I swear they still hurt and whenever I need to wear headphones like right now I have to wear my headphones to record this they still hurt is that normal I'm not sure it also low-key hurts whenever I sleep like on my side I can just take pain and handle pain really easily compared to, I feel like, other people. I don't mind pain other than my tooth. If I have, like, a toothache, then it's the end of the world. But other than that, I can handle pain, I feel like. So I just take the L and sleep on my side, even if it hurts. I chose both sides, so it's not even I can sleep on the other side. Anyways, I hope it heals fast. I'm in London right now, and it is pitch black outside at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. This is not okay. It is absolutely unacceptable. We need sunshine at least until like 5 30 in december the sun sets at like 3 p.m so that's fun and i'm looking forward to that this weather makes me want to take my makeup off and be in bed by i swear 7 p.m by 7 p.m i feel like it's 11 outside because everything is so dark and it's been dark for a while and it just makes me not want to make any night plans i'm available like before 3 p.m after that i'm just staying home it's the perfect excuse you just stay cozy you don't leave the house it's amazing i can't believe it is friday I have had the longest week, I feel like, of my life. Every single day I've had like meetings back to back and like stuff to do, which I'm not complaining 100%. I love it. It just feels like a long week and I'm just ready to not do anything this weekend. This is one of those weekends where I'm not making any sort of plans. I'm seeing my in-laws on Sunday, but other than that, I'm not doing anything. I feel like it's also spray tan season because I look so pale. I'm ready for some color in my life. I actually don't do spray tans. I like to self tan. Because it's just easier. It's faster and I can get it done in like 15 minutes But I feel like it's essential in order for me to be happy This might sound a bit superficial But I swear having a good hair day and a good tan can change my day drastically Like it will just make my day better. I'll just feel better if you feel better you do better So I should get on that I should plan to do both of these things I just get lazy. Am I the only one that during the winter time? I get lazy I don't want to move from my bed. I don't want to do anything. I get so tired so fast I like need a second coffee by the second half of the day and I'm usually not like that. I usually have quite a lot of energy but during the winter season I am tired. So I just made myself a huge cup of green tea and it's a green tea that has like peppermint and it helps with your digestion and everything. So it's perfect for me at the moment just for a little pick-me-up while I'm recording this. You guys know I always want my fun drink next to me. Fun drinks and irresponsible like $10 spendings throughout the winter season is essential for our well-being and for our mental health. I have yet to try starbucks festive drinks but maybe i should order all of them and then review them on my tiktok because i really want one i heard the gingerbread latte is supposed to be good i'm gonna try it and let you know what i think so for today's episode i really wanted to bring back the big sister advice segment i did a big sister advice episode over a month ago and i really loved recording it and giving you guys my honest and raw and true advice so i wanted to bring it back when i did the q a on instagram i received so many questions and all of them were just chef's kiss and there were so many that i left unanswered so i wanted to do a part two and answer some more of those questions that i received and just give you my opinion on everything on life on relationships sex college i think it goes without saying that i'm not an expert i'm very far from it but i like to think of myself as an expert whenever my friends ask me for advice i'm like this is the best advice okay question number one How to know if he's the one. I've been dating my boyfriend for eight months and he's perfect and treats me like a princess, but I just don't know. Do you have any tips? Okay, first off, I love that he treats you like a princess. That is the number one thing. It is incredibly normal for you to feel like that. You've only been dating for eight months and it's a short time to know if he's going to be the man that you marry and have kids with. That is totally normal. I don't want you to feel pressured or to feel like you need to have everything figured out because you absolutely don't. The way I knew my husband was the one was not comparing to my other relationships, but seeing what he brought out of me in our relationship. He really inspired me to be the best version of myself that in turn made our relationship so great i inspired him to be the best version of himself i feel like i also got to find myself through that relationship him bringing out the best in me was number one for me and it was a big sign and i was like i think he's the one don't necessarily fall in love with the way people treat you but more so how they make you feel another important thing to consider is whether you have good sexual chemistry which is an important part of a relationship a healthy relationship i think so you know ask yourself that also having a healthy level of independence the one is never going to make you compromise your friendships or won't let you go out or won't let you go on girls trips and be super obsessive over you the one is going to let you live your life and support you and be your number one fan so also finding that healthy independence in a relationship i think is important when considering whether he's the one or not another thing to ask yourself is do your core values align do you have the same beliefs do you want the same things in life i think those are very important things to just consider when you're thinking if he's the one or not but honestly at the end of the day the way you find out if he's the one or not is it's a feeling it's just a feeling you just innately know because they feel like home of course butterflies are amazing when you first meet someone and every time they text you your tummy like twirls if those butterflies last for over a year maybe maybe they're anxiety. So i do feel like when you find the one your soul feels so calm around them you just feel so at home you feel at ease you feel so comfortable when you see them they give you the sense of just like coziness they're your comfort person they're just the person you go to when you want this comfort and joy but don't think too much about it just have fun enjoy your relationship soon enough you will know if you're happy right now he treats you like a princess and you're just enjoying every second of it just go with the flow and whatever happens happens you don't have to overthink it too much and i guess time will tell i was dating my husband for like four years before he proposed and you know we moved in together just take every step as it comes Cherish every step be present during everything. Another question I got is how to stay true to yourself in college and not get caught up in partying. My friends go out partying every night and I do feel FOMO when I'm not there. I swear there is so much pressure in college, socially, mentally, to always do things, to always go to parties. This crazy balance of trying to be the best and have the best social life and get good grades and be friends with everyone and make sure you've texted everyone back. It's just crazy. But number one thing is don't pressure yourself. Get to know yourself. These are the years where you get to know who you truly are really are as a person you get to discover parts of yourself that you had no idea for most of us it's the first time being without our parents and without our childhood friends and our you know protection so we get to discover who we are we get to figure out ourselves and what we like and what we don't like and whether we like partying or drinking or whether alcohol just doesn't work for us so don't feel the pressure if they're going out don't feel like you have to go out because you're not missing out on anything me looking back at all those parties that i went to if i hadn't gone to one of them would i have missed out on anything absolutely not would have missed maybe some one's cute outfit but that's about it parties are pretty much the same every night of course I do think this is a chance for you to actually like go out with your friends and have fun and it is part of life like I went out so much during college years I was out like every night and it was a fun time in my life and I wouldn't change it I like never go out partying now so it was a fun thing for me to go through and experience I do feel like if that's something you do want to do don't deny that from yourself don't say oh I need to stay in and study because it is a time for you to just have fun but if that's something that you don't like doing that is something that you don't feel comfortable you know going out every night and you don't feel like yourself and you feel like you're losing yourself then guess what you don't have to do it and it doesn't make you uncool it doesn't make you you know not popular because you don't want to go out i swear sometimes we are our own worst critic and we'll miss one night out and be like why did i do that like they probably had the best time without me but you make the party baby they don't how fun could it be if you're not there probably not that fun because you're the funnest also if you're scared of losing yourself during your college years maybe have that one night where no matter how cool the party is no matter who's throwing the party even if it's straight you're not going it's your Sunday where you stay in and you have your self-care pampering routine and and nothing will intervene with that night if seeing Instagram stories of people going out triggers you then don't go on instagram put your phone on silence and just have your night where you watch you know your favorite shows you do your face mask you take a long bath and you just chill with yourself and nobody else it's time for you to reset and get to know yourself maybe read a book me time is so vital and so Sometimes in college when, you know, you're going out every night and you were like barely home, that never happens. You never have any me time. You're always surrounded by people. So if you're like me and you need your alone time to recharge and it's absolutely essential, you need to carve out that one night and just take it easy and it's just for you to do stuff. Maybe walk around. your hot girl walks and just re-energize yourself. Also, if alcohol is not something that agrees with you that much, just don't drink when you go out or have a couple of drinks and then just get water with lemon and some soda and just tell people oh yeah it's like a vodka soda nobody's gonna know next question is how to stay disciplined i'm always good the first week of dieting and working out but it's downhill from there i swear discipline is a good word it just has a bad yearbook photo when you're a kid the word discipline is just like it's the worst you do something bad and then you get disciplined from your mom but self-discipline equals self-love it's something that you train you're not born with discipline It's something that you just have to keep working at it's like a muscle it's the truest form of confidence keeping the promises you make to yourself. That is all you need when it comes to confidence. So see discipline as a habit. First step is take a look around, look at your environment and ask yourself whether your environment is helping you achieve those goals and staying disciplined or not. If for example, you find it incredibly hard to get up in the morning really, really early. One of my tricks is I like to place my robe right next to me. I could reach it and grab it and wear it while I'm still in bed and I immediately feel cozy because the reason why I cannot get up in the morning is because it's so cold at like, 6 a.m. so grabbing that robe and wrapping it around me I just feel cozy and I'm like okay yep I can do this I can get up so I've designed my environment in a way where it helps me achieve what I want to do which is wake up really early so if your goal is to stay really consistent with your working out routine take your workout set your sports bra your leggings whatever you like to wear and place it right next to you place it next to your bed so the second that you wake up in the morning you immediately put the clothes on because they're right there laid out for you have the socks have the shoes pack your bag from the night before so there's no excuse you can get ready in two minutes and be out the door prep your environment in a way where it helps you or if you want to cut out sugar for a week from your diet just take a trash bag and anything that has sugar in your house just throw it out so whenever you're craving sugar and it's late at night and you're like I'm just gonna break my diet it's fine there's no snacks in the house that contain sugar it's little things like that that will really really help you after you prep your environment just make sure that you have a plan you know exactly what needs to get done if you want to stay disciplined and working out have a set plan plan of your workout know exactly what you want to do in the gym so you don't feel lost procrastinate even more and always keep in the back of your mind that done is better than perfect crossing it off your list and just getting it done is amazing and it's the first step you just going through with it is all you needed to do and you did it that's all that matters if you search for perfection and try and reach something that's unreachable you'll never get anything done so these are my tips on staying really disciplined how to make your partner feel extra loved Loved and appreciated. He's always saying I don't appreciate him enough, even though I really think I do. Okay, my advice on this is I've read a book by Gary Chapman and he talks about the five love languages. It basically explains how we show and receive love in different ways. The way you feel loved is not necessarily the way your partner feels loved. If I remember correctly, the five love languages are acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts, physical touch, and quality time. For example, my love language is words of affirmation. I love being told that I am loved and all the nice things and also quality time is big for me. That is just how I perceive love and how I like to feel loved and the way I like to show love is I like giving little gifts to my favorite people. They're not expensive or anything like that. It's just like little gifts and physical touch, I think. But for example, my husband loves showing love with like acts of service. So he like helped me if I need something. So I do believe it's about figuring out the way your partner likes to receive receive love you can find that out through their behavior the way they react when you give them a little gifts or you show them affection acts of service for them how do they react and also just ask them just be straight up honest and be like i understand you want me to show you appreciation and love but what are the ways that you feel that how can i do that best for you and just because you get one answer from one person it doesn't mean you're going to get the same answer from another that is not how it works if for example they like physical touch maybe but when he comes back from work give him a little massage on the shoulders just test the waters you know to see how he reacts is he like oh my god i love you this is the best or maybe he doesn't like it next question is how to be in the right energy to meet the love of your life I've been single for over five years and i'm eager to finally settle down do you have any tips for me you always hear people talking about this and it actually is the similar with my story but the second you stop looking is when you find the one. Second, i was enjoying life and being so happy being single and by myself is the second i met my husband it is crazy and that is because you truly let go. You have to be in a higher vibration in order to attract the one, in order to attract love in your life. You being eager and obsessed with the idea of finding someone equals to low vibration, which is not enough for you to find someone and attract, you know, this amazing, incredible love in your life. In order to attract love, and not just any love, a love that is true and it's beautiful and it lasts, you need to raise your vibration. The way to do that is, number one, is get to know yourself. You need to start dating yourself. Take yourself out on dates, pamper yourself, get to know who you truly are, start journaling and write everything down. Work on that relationship with yourself. As RuPaul said, how are you going to love anyone else if you don't love yourself? Do the things you love, do what makes you happy, even if that's going to painting classes, starting ballet again, be in a committed relationship with yourself. If you're journaling every single day, I need to find someone, I need to find someone, that shows the universe that you are not trusting the process and that you're not vibrating high enough. Detach from that idea that you you need someone because you don't you can write down in your journal that you want someone in your life and you can describe them and describe them to a t some of their mental attributes how you want them to treat you and then let it go this is the biggest and most important step of the process let it go and trust trust the process trust that the universe is cooking up the best guy for you right now stop overthinking and obsessing when it's going to happen in your soul you need to believe that the right one is coming he is coming when the timing is right and you can't choose the timing only the universe can the only thing you can do in the process is just love yourself build your confidence do the things that you want to do so when the right one comes he just compliments that amazing life you've created for yourself detach from that dream person you've created in your head that probably doesn't exist be open to opportunities be open to new people that might come into your life don't be set on you know one type of person that you have created in your head that is very specific and probably not even real be open to new people maybe they're not exactly your type like appearance wise but maybe they're incredible also by practicing gratitude you will manifest and attract love so much faster even before you fully attract love just be like thank you universe for bringing love into my life thank you for all the loving energy i experience every single day and practice gratitude again and again and again what to do if you feel overwhelmed there's times where my anxiety takes over and i feel like i can't do anything trust me i know exactly how you feel there's been so many times where i feel exactly how you feel. I almost feel paralyzed by the anxiety and the to-do list is endless. And it just keeps going and going. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I find that the number one thing that really helps me is cleaning my environment. If I have work to do, I just clean my desk. I'm filming. I just make sure I clean my room and make sure everything's tidy. I swear if my house is tidy, I can work better. I can think better and I'm way less stressed. Messy house equals messy thoughts. If that's one thing I do, it's always just a tidy and then try and gain some clarity, some perspective. A tip I've seen a lot of my friends do, I haven't tried it, but it's worked for a lot of my friends, is they will record themselves like on their iPhone, like on video, and just them explaining all their problems and why they feel overwhelmed. And then they play the video back to them as if it's a friend talking to them and they can see the situation better and gain some perspective and then give advice to themselves as if they're a friend, if that makes sense. So try that out. See if that works for you. Write down in your journal a list of everything that is making you feel overwhelmed right now. Everything, even if it's taking Out the trash. The smallest thing. Write it down. This is another way that really helps me gain more clarity in a situation. I can understand the root of the problem, and then I just try and make a plan. Write down three things I can do that day, and try and tackle them the best I can. I also find that whenever I stick to a really good routine, I always feel less overwhelmed. So if you want to create a little more structure in your life, I definitely suggest having some sort of morning routine or evening routine. It will make everything feel less hectic. I'm gonna do one more question. Where do you even start with a journey? of self-love and acceptance. I'm 18 and just moved out of my parents' house and I'm trying to start my self-love journey. First of all, that's an amazing time for you to start that beautiful journey. And my number one tip for you is spend time with yourself. Time where you're not on your phone or watching something. Maybe go for a walk with just yourself and just maybe listen to a really inspirational podcast and also start reading. That was one thing that really helped me start my whole journey is start just reading books. E. Cartoli's books helped me massively. Just opened my eyes to new ideas new thoughts that i've never heard before deepak chopra is also amazing Gabriel bernstein there's amazing amazing authors out there that write really inspiring books when i started out and i had no idea about anything they just taught me a lot of things so yeah spend time with yourself and read is my tip and don't forget that this is an amazing and beautiful time for you it's a journey that will probably never end because you're always going to be learning more things about yourself and figuring yourself out every stage of your life so enjoy it cherish it take it all in and Try and stay present. That is all the questions I'm going to answer for today's episode. I swear I enjoy these episodes, I think, more than anything else. Let me know if you guys enjoy them because maybe I'll do them like every other episode. And I also feel like I get to know you guys better. There's still so many questions that I left unanswered and I really want to answer them. So I definitely want to do this again. My plan for the rest of the night, well, evening, is to just, I have a little more work to do. And then all I want to do is make some soup and just watch a really good show, cuddle up, and go to bed early is it too early to go christmas shopping i really want to go don't know if i want to do a tree this year but i definitely want to do little decorations around the house i said i was going to wait for after thanksgiving but i think it's time i think it's time to put some stuff up i see everyone on TikTok has christmas decorations so why not anyways i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know what you guys think and thank you so much for all your sweet messages and support i do read every single thing i can't wait to speak to you guys again next week i hope you're having an amazing. Day, whenever wherever you're listening this to I love you